Blog Talk Radio. everyone. Welcome in to Loretta McNary Live presents Wednesdays with Ianod Burrell, our fashion and PR guru. And today I'm so excited about our topic today. It is a continuation from last month's topic about social media. Is it a takeover or a makeover? So Ianod will be joining us shortly to continue that conversation. It was really, really heated kind of um, last month when we talked about it because, of course, some people had a varying opinions on whether it was a takeover or a makeover, whether it was good for business or bad for business, or if those who don't use social media were still living in the stone age and those who did were um, using it when they could be doing something else to grow their business. So you're going to love the continuation of this conversation, and that will be calling in shortly. But in the meantime, for those who are just tuning in for the very first time and have not heard our show with Ianot. Ianot Burrell is the founder and CEO of Glasshouse Communications, a boutique firm in the San Francisco, Oakland, California area specializing in publicity, media, relations, entertainment, branding, strategic communications, fund development consulting for nonprofits. A partial list of her clients include the museum, of African Dysphoria, City Lights Theater Company, the City of Oakland, Alameda County, the Oakland Chamber, Jess Glam, Dr. Reverend Joseph Bryant Jr., photographer Ian Tard Henderson, I probably butchered that name, so sorry, and so many more. She's also the founder, um, the fashion editor for Glam Culture magazine and has more than 10 years in the fashion industry from attending and writing about multiple high-end fashion shows including Toronto's Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week, LA Fashion Week, Dallas Fashion Week, and so many others. She has appeared on various television networks including ABC7, CBS5, and Comcast Local Edition. Additionally, like I said, she's done so much. So everybody, welcome to Loretta McNary Live presents Ian Nod Burrell our fashion and PR guru to the show. Hello, Ianod. Hi, how are you? I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to condense that intro. It makes me it makes me tired when I think about all that work. Well, you know it is as they say what it is and I wasn't even that was just a smidge. I was waiting on you to call in and I told the people for those who you know, first timers I wanted them to know your credentials and why we do what we do and why you're able to have this this amazing career because you work so hard. Thank you, thank you. And I was just thinking this morning before I came on air. I was like, okay, is one of the perks of entrepreneurship that you kind of get to sleep in every now and then? And it turned out to be no. It's almost like 
Never. <laughs> and I wanted to I wanted to just beat all the what I should be doing and do something different. I'm gonna do that one day. I'm just going to try and do something different. But it's a blessing. Thank you so much for continuing to have me every month. I appreciate it. I do. No, it's a blessing for you to be here with us every month. We look forward to it. And I'm telling you, this show is growing by leaps and bounds. I always get reports, uh, weekly reports, and um, it's for the archives. People are continuously going back and forth and telling their friends, hey, come listen to this segment, listen to that segment. Um, oh, your no. show is really a fast-growing show of the ones that I do. All of them are really growing. We probably will hit after today's show when there goes some archives. Guess what? We'll probably, so you know how radio, you, you just determine these numbers. We will probably hit 100,000 listens this week. Yay! <laughs> for the whole show, you know, for Loretta McNary Live, and that's just within September. So how many months is that? September, so we got October, November, December, January, February, oh. and this is March. So in six months, we will ding the bell for our 100,000 listeners. <laughs> oh, my word. That is amazing. Congratulations <laughs> to you because that takes some work and people are following you as well. So congratulations to you. That's wonderful. Yeah, I'm very I mean when I look at that number, I mean I'm almost in tears. But anyway, so my I'm I'm for social media and I know some people think of it as a takeover. So you can kinda of guide us through it as it relates to fashion and PR because I really mm-hmm. enjoyed our conversation. I always enjoy the conversation, but it just seems like I was waking. I was awakened when it comes to technology and social media. When you were you were really educating me, so I know a lot of other people were educated <laughs> as well. It and it's interesting because not being a social media expert, if you will, because there are some folks that do the gamut twenty four seven. They actually mm-hmm. eat, breathe, walk, talk. What the society has done has forced you and individuals who are in media, on radio, in fashion, to get to know it. And then we have to get to know it more intimately as it grows when we have Pinterest come on board, and we'll chat about that briefly. Then we have the Instagram and all of that. The the buzzwords that people are constantly, constantly talking about are the three, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. But generationally, when we think about, I would say, ages 13, and they could be younger, they're talking about the social cam, they're talking about Instagram, and then Pinterest is a little bit bit different. But I I wanted to say just a couple things about, to continue the conversation about Twitter. And one of the, because I had a couple of questions come in after the segment, maybe that day or the next day, asking about the comment I made, between followers and your number of followers Uh or the number of folks you're following. And I made a comment that said something like, if you have 5,000 followers but you're only following 200 people, it means you're not listening. And someone shared, could you kind of explain what what you mean by that? And I won't say it's a simple concept, but It's great to, I would say, folks, celebrities don't necessarily follow a lot of people. A lot of people follow them. But Mm -hmm. until you are at that level of being the voice of radio, the voice of shoes and accessories, the voice of bridal, until you have been given that stamp, that A-list stamp, 
then it's important that you listen to others and what they're saying. So listening becomes the number of people you are following. And then it's great to have a thousand, five thousand. I mean, there are people serving that have a million followers. <laughs> and, you know, clearly they can't have, they're not on Twitter listening to 500,000 people. But so to, to give some clarity to that, I have to make sure that I'm listening to the atmosphere, listening to the environment, and making sure I'm retweeting, because that's always very important. If I have someone that I'm following and they say something great, it's an easy fix. If you're on Twitter, there's a link that says retweet, and it's almost like saying <laughs> I, I, amen or I got it or I agree. And it's also a way of putting it out there to folks who may not be following that person. But we we wonder how effective the number of followers, what does that really mean? And I think, again, it goes back to who that person is. So if, if you are really excited about Gabrielle Union or you're really excited about Justin Timberlake and you really want to know what they're doing. Everything from I'm having lunch down the street to I'm about to take a shower, whatever the case may be, because some of them <laughs> do that. And, and they won't post the picture, so that's a good thing. <laughs> then, you know, go ahead and go ahead and do that. But if you're really, if you can take Twitter to the level of business, and unfortunately I'm not one to have fun with Twitter. I'm not having fun with a lot of the social media meaning, hey, look at what I'm eating right now. Hey, guess who just gave me a gift? Hey, you know, there are people that will inundate Twitter with just those kinds of things, and that's fine. They're having fun. I need facts. I need information. I need to know about shows. I want to know about the newest, hottest this or hottest that, and that is what I use all of these mediums for. But you have to kind of figure out, how do I consume all that information? Because I, when I opened up my Twitter today, one person, one, one person had about 12 tweets in a row that were between, say, five minutes each. That drove me up the wall. And it was, it was like, okay, so you have to scroll, 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 scroll. So the way I get around that, Loretta, is I have what I call my hot sheet, and of all my followers, I have this hot sheet, and these are the folks that I go to their page. Mm -hmm. So instead of me opening up Twitter and seeing everybody's tweet, I have this hot sheet, and I go directly to their page, and I could just see their tweets. And there, there are ways to do that. You just look up their, their handle, whatever it might be. And then the other thing I do is we talk about conversation. So you may already have this, Loretta. You may have your own hashtag, whatever you, if you want to give your radio show a spiffy name or something kind of, something that you coin. We call that the hashtag, and that's the number sign, and then whatever the name is. So, for instance, one of my clients who is a pastor, Pastor Joseph Bryant, Jr., who's the pastor of the Calvary Hill Church, community church in San Francisco, 
He is also a mentor and life coach to sports athletes in that industry. And Mm -hmm. we have, he is known as the player's pastor. Players who are in the industry, he's their pastor. So we have, he is now, and before I even started working with him, he, he was known as the player's pastor. So as a publicist coming on board, my suggestion was he talks about ministry, he talks about when he's speaking, he's doing those areas. How can we now capture the mentor, the sports industry media person, the commentary person? So we created the hashtag, the player's pastor. So every time he's talking about that subject or giving advice or kind of communicating that way, we use that hashtag. And that's the way to then go straight to that hashtag, the number sign, the player's pastor, and then you will begin to see all the conversations around that. So that, that becomes very important, and that's what hashtags are for. They are for segmenting subjects in Twitter so you don't become – so you can, can you imagine how many hashtags may be in the industry with fashion? Like, I cannot. Because <laughs> even on Twitter, everybody does a hashtag, like, good coffee this morning. That's a hashtag. Thank you. Um, I- Stuck in traffic, that's a hashtag. I'm like, come on, are you – hashtag is branding to me. It's branding, and then those brands that you create match another brand on Twitter that's equally important or, you know, can be used continuously. But that's some of the stuff – I mean, they hashtag everything. And, of course, those are personal hashtags. So people in business should not do that. No, not at all. Do hashtag every little thing. They will drive you – Bananas, but like my brother Jamel said, and I was driving, and if I wasn't careful, I would have ran off the road, but he said, I don't understand why people get irritated around social media. That's what it is. It's social. (laughs) It's true. It's social. But people like you and I get irritated when you're right. I have sister friends that do hashtag Anything, hashtag walking the dog, hashtag um, leaving work. I'm like OM to the triple G. <laughs> it just is, okay, so we, you're right. The hashtag is branding, but for those who know how to, to brand it, it's good. But let's, let's be clear. I want, I want your listeners to know that both you and I are not saying that what they're doing is wrong. They can do, people can do whatever they want when they're in social Absolutely. media. Yeah. But we are simply sharing if you like to have these kind of pointed conversations. So I shared last time that the hashtag for fashion on the square is FOTS San Francisco, F-O-T-S San Francisco. So folks who want to know when the designer submissions are due, when the model call is, who are the designers, and actually I have some amazing news. I can't announce it, though. I know I I can't stand when people do that to me. (laughs) We we have – Two amazing designers who have come on board already who are going to just, we have, it, it, it has like legs already, and I'm, I'm just so grateful. So folks can go to hashtag FOTS San Francisco and just hear or see all the things that I've posted about the show. Mm-hmm. Now, when I just do regular comments about fashion, it's just under my Twitter account, Fox 
passion, F-O-T-S, passion, fashion square passion. So that that's that's pretty that's Twitter in a nutshell, and um, I wanted to share something that some people may know, some people may not. And I'll share this with my team at the Fox meeting on Sunday. The Facebook, of course, is doing a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. But one of the newest things they've done, and I'm, I'm a little mm, by it, but I'm like, okay, if you have created a fan page and you want people to like it, so you send it out to your five thousand friends which I, I don't have 5,000 friends. I have not accepted 5,000 friends, let's put it like that. <laughs> you invite all these people, Loretta, and then all these people, because they like you, they like your page. Well, what Facebook is doing now, and it'd be interesting to hear how many folks have seen this happen, if you have not visited that page or commented on that page over a certain period of time, under your notifications, you'll see kind of hidden there at the bottom, if you're not looking, it'll say, you have not visited something like, you have not visited this mm-hmm. page in a while. It, mm-hmm. will, it will not be part of your notifications anymore. Something, uh, some wording like that, which means you, the person who has liked your page will no longer be notified that you have posted something. So what Facebook is doing is forcing people to really engage in all the things that are going on. So just because my friend said, like my page, okay, I'm going to like it so she can have a big, huge number. And then she knows I like her. But if Uh I haven't gone to that page or if I have not commented on that page, Facebook is dropping folks. It takes a minute, and they give you a warning. And they don't drop you necessarily from the like, the number of likes. They drop you from the notification. Right. So, so they drop you from being notified that you've posted anything. And that's huge because for a lot of reasons. We want to, every now and then, maybe three months will go by and I'll, I'm inundated and I want to remember something, but I'm no longer, I forgot. So let, how do we then get people to engage in our page when we create it? And that's something that I'm going through right now. And it's called, you know how sometimes you'll just post something and that's it? Mm-hmm. But now, now what Facebook is forcing you to do is actually engage people, meaning put up a question. Maybe say, is this a hot dress? Or what do you think about this? Have something where people have to react as opposed to post, 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 post. So that gets people, when they get the notification, then they actually react to it. So I would say, folks, to pay attention to that, Facebook is not doing that in any kind of bad way. They're just increasing the engagement pretty much back and forth. Right, because it's supposed and, to be a community of family and friends, and you're supposed to – that they liken it to, like our neighborhood, if we all had a party and everybody came except for a few people, then those few people will stop getting – you know, the invites, because you haven't engaged them. And, you know, you can liken it to that, and I see that. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm not affected by it because I just can't engage with over 5,000 people. And mine is not personal. Mine is strictly for the show. So I kind of accept the people that if they weren't, you know, just far out there naked and drinking and smoking and cursing (laughs) and, you know, exploiting something, then I kind of accept them going out. And I, I really regret that because now people that I do know, 
and I have um, since met, I can't befriend them on Facebook. I have to do, you know, an alternate kind of thing on Facebook. Exactly. So yep. it, it, yeah. <laughs> it makes you think about it. It really it really causes you to spend some time thinking about it if that was the right decision. But, of course, you know, for me as a numbers game because of the industry that I'm in, it's all about numbers. So, But at the same time, I can't even – you know, have one of my aunts who was recently on Facebook as a friend because I'm way past the Facebook limit. So it's something yeah. to me, again, take over a makeover. I think in, in that instance for me, in that area, it's definitely a takeover. It's, it's a yeah. takeover. And, 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 and thank you for reminding me that that was our initial conversation is that social mm-hmm. media is it a takeover or a makeover. Now, that would be a makeover. Um, one of the things that I would not challenge but recommend, and I, I'm grateful that I started this early because it's easy to do. I've created groups within my Facebook, and those mm-hmm. groups are very specific. I have one group called my Believers. I call them Believers, and I spell it B-A-L-E-E-V-E-R-S. <laughs> and that's just me. Or you know, my church family, but I call them Believers. Then I have friends who are my friends, actually know them, family, then I have industry, media, fashion, sports. So I have I have maybe 20 groups, and so all of the friends that I have are in a group. And that way, it's easy, it's a little bit easier for me, and I, I only have, I won't say only, but I have maybe, well, actually, I'm not going to say how many friends, because I hit that, and, and it's a good thing that Facebook allows you to hide your number of friends and your friends so people weren't just kind of peeking around. But I then I have a section that or or a group that are folks that I know but either I haven't heard from them in a long time or, or seen in a long time and I have a group for them as well. So I kind of visit my group every now and then and kind of that's how I kind of keep up with what people are doing, kind of visit the group. And then there may be some reevaluation. You go to a page that hasn't had a post in a year. Well, I could delete that friend because there's nothing going on. Um, and so I wouldn't say delete friends just to make room for others, but just an evaluation and, and doing the groups is is helpful. It, it was very helpful for me. But Facebook, of course, is doing so many things. Can we even keep up? I don't know. There, there's a page called New, new Things at Facebook or something. They have a group that you can go to to see all the new things that are going up. But um, another one I wanted to chat about, it's Pinterest, and someone was asking me, when we think about Pinterest and Instagram, Instagram is exactly that, instant, right in that very instant, <laughs> this is what I look like, or this is what's going on. And I still on. don't have Instagram, so don't ask me. Do not ask that question again. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I don't. I don't either. I don't. I don't either because. As as contrary to the perception, I'm an extremely private person, and I know that seems insane based on what I do for a living and being a fashion, but at some point I do have to have some level of privacy because the world now knows so much. So, no, I don't have Instagram either, so we are, we are there. But um, Pinterest is kind of like the photo side of Twitter. So... In, in Twitter, you can attach a photo. That's great. But in Pinterest, all you see is a photo. I love it. I like it a lot. I'm getting and, – and you follow 
people, you follow designers. Well, for me, that and I'm talking about designers. So you see their shows right then and there. You can, it's 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 pretty amazing. I think because you can go ahead and like a picture. That's great. But I take it to the next level because as a fashion show producer, I'm like, oh, who's that designer? And I begin to pitch potentially for that designer to be in the show. So I don't mm-hmm. follow the big names, all of them. I'll do a, a couple. But I really try and get new brands, get new designers. And it's um, it's um, they have some pretty amazing photography um, on Pinterest. So I certainly have it, and I'm going to be using it and um, – and, and all of that. Oh, especially and, for the upcoming uh, Fashion on the Square in August. Now, I can definitely see using it as something like that. I may even have an account so when I'm there, I can do Instagram. Yes, and, and actually, I, I keep sharing with my team, the the week leading up to Fox is going to be a media blitz. I mean, that's the way it has to be. And I will have a social media team that all they're doing all throughout the show, before the show, during the show, two, the, two or three days leading up to the show, and they're doing nothing but social media. That's it. That's all. That's all they're doing. And that's kind of how, I mean, this is almost like politics. People are just doing nothing, but, but you have to manage it right so you're not inundating people because they will shut you off. So while we're there, we're, guess who just walked in? Guess who's on the, who's on the runway? Now, uh, my, my very, very dear friend, Suggested I do Ustream. Mm-hmm. That way, that way, Asia, Europe, and Milan, don't you love it? That way, they can see the show while it's happening. But I got to tell you, Loretta, if it is not the creme de la creme Ustream, I'm talking about. I, I, it has to be so perfect, at least close to perfect. Once you put yourself out there, it that's it. It's like I know, so yeah. Has, there should be some tests because what I I was thinking of um, streaming live too while I'm there, but that would not go through UStream. I would have a company who because I'm like you, my my brand is is everything to me, and I only get yes. one chance with some people, especially on an international basis. And I can't have you know something just to say I'm live and I'm I'm streaming. It has to be picture perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I can't have and, cloudy. And we, <laughs> and we know that um, some of in media, there are these tweaks and torques and things happen, but yes, you're right. Trying it out, testing it out, how does it look, all of that. And sometimes you have to do that on location. And it may not be, it, I, I don't know, I'm just a, little, just a little uneasy about it, but I trust him because I know he knows what he's doing. And it's taking Fox Fashion Square to the next level. And trust me, what's going to happen on the runway, Loretta? I hope you have your ticket now, your plane ticket. <laughs> Well, Loretta <laughs> is going to be is going to be pretty huge. Then I want folks to be able to see it, but you know what? They may have to see it like a couple of days later because he's so good that I'm able to get content within a day or two, so mm-hmm. I can do little snippets. But yeah, it's going to be pretty pretty good. And I, I think the last one that at least. I don't know if people are hearing about it anymore, but I still have it as Tumblr. And for Tumblr, it's huge for bloggers. A, a lot of folks are, are, are using a lot of bloggers are using Tumblr. But I have found Tumblr to be more of an extension of if you are a force in your industry, 
then you know the trends that are going on and you're talking about them. So if you go to the Fashion Square Tumblr account, which I'm so excited, it is maintained by my my assistant and intern Lizette, and she started it. She tum- she tumbles weekly. It's mm. It um and it's I leave her, leave it to her discretion to decide what to post, what she's going to talk about. It's just an opportunity to really see how she kind of pulls all that together. And it, 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 it's, it's pretty good. She's doing an amazing job. But what happens with Tumblr is it automatically posts to my Facebook. So folks may have heard of Hoodsuite, which is just one way to integrate all of your social media into one, almost like in a feed, one feed, so you don't have to go to Tumblr, then go to Twitter, then mm-hmm. go to Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Hoodsuite is just one of the avenues that can bundle it all together and they can see, someone can see all of your social media going on at the same time. So the way I have it set up is are my tweets automatically go to Facebook and my Tumblr automatically goes to Facebook. So I don't have to post it in both. But those are managed within. So I'm not using her tweet or any of those. I'm, I'm, it's a mechanism where you say, do I want this to post to to, to Facebook? Yes. Um, and I, I will say that LinkedIn has kind of slowed that down because there were so many people that were automatically posting from LinkedIn to Twitter, it became LinkedIn is a completely different animal. We're talking it about really jobs. Is. Uh-huh. Yeah, jobs and CEOs and and just groups, professional groups, membership groups. So um it it's certainly quite 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 different. But yeah. But that is that hopefully the conversation of social media will never end. We can never yeah. have a comprehensive. Oh, I get it all now. It's a work in progress. It's something it that is, has to there's be constantly new technologies yeah. being created and introduced and being used. I mean, this yeah. Facebook. There's somebody else doing something that will people will run from Facebook to something else, and it's, it's like anything else. Whatever is the newest and the brightest and the prettiest and the shiniest gets all the attention, so so right. Facebook will have to keep reinventing itself as it does to to compete against a Twitter and a uh, Instagram, and they'll have to allow those same technologies to be able to have access to Facebook because they're going to stay in the game at that level. Because Mark is a billionaire, and he I'm sure he's gotten used to that status and wants to stay there. So you can bet that he's on top of every new technology that's being looked at, introduced, and created. So. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not sure if folks know, but the the founder and creator of Twitter is also the the creator of the Square. So you can, and he's 29, and you can figure where his mind is at is at instant gratification. Twitter instant gratification, the Square, where folks who are not familiar, you have the Square, you plug it into your phone, and you're able to swipe a credit card and charge someone for services right then and there, and you are paid right then and there. And so many vendors are using it at trade shows and things of that nature, or you can even use it as a professional. You just landed a contract. You guys are sitting there finalizing the contract, want to pay your fee, pay it right now. You can hand the credit card over, you swipe the Square, and you're done. And so that <laughs> and it's free. You can get it for free. Yes, yes. Yeah. It, it 
they're giving, oh, the mechanism itself, oh, they want to give them away because they're yeah. making their money off the fees and, and things of that nature. Every time so. you swipe, yeah. <laughs> but it's still, a great, um, it's still a great thing to have. It's it a right is. now I, thing. I, you know, we live in that right now society, so you can actually get your payment on your phone, you know, just plug it in, as you said, and, and swipe your card, and then go straight from that account into your account, use your confirmation, give them a, com- a confirmation, and everybody's happy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope everybody's happy. In that way, you can or get not. That's what I was going to say, or not. <laughs> or not is right. So it becomes everything we're living, we're in the millennium. We're living in instant, 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 everything instant. And to some degree, though, that old school way is never going to paramount the instantaneous nature that we're living in. And that paramount way is that face-to-face humanistic cultivation. So as much as even with Fashion on the Square and Glass House, I do, I don't even want to say how many emails I do a day. I may have 20 conference calls a day or more because of the communication back and forth with email. And most of those individuals are out of state or out of country. So I get that. But when you live 15 minutes or your office is 15 minutes away and I'm, we're emailing 20 times, no, that's not going to happen. So somebody <laughs> needs to get up, walk out the front door, let's meet in the middle of the road and, or pick up the phone. But um, we, we have to hopefully still understand that at the end of the day, what really seals the deal is your integrity, the fact that you are liked and respected, and that you, you're – offering or giving what you – you're doing what you said you would do. And that right. that kind of paramounts everything that, that's going on. And, and the social media has grown and grown businesses. It has grown. I've even heard stories of how people who didn't have a life, and I say that, maybe they're so introverted or they have lived alone for a long time or what their entire lives have changed now mm-hmm. with – this whole with this movement, so it has done some great things for people as well. But we we have to. I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the journey. I it's it's been a lot of fun, and I can't stress enough. For and I was sharing this with the, with my team members on Sunday. Writing is so critical. Writing, writing, writing. That's all I do every day, day mm-hmm. in day out. So even when you communicate on Twitter or these other social mediums, Facebook, being brief, I get it. But even watch that because that sometimes, watch your spelling. Really pay attention. Don't just throw something out there and and not read it. And I, the phone that I have has that speaking, the the speaking feature, so I speak my Mm -hmm. text messages, but then I have to read them. Because is it really picking up everything I'm saying? God forbid it it sends out what, you know. So we will hopefully, we we will probably, as we get closer to Fashion on the Square or closer to some things, I would love to share some milestones that have happened with social media so people can have a project. I say this is where it started, this is where it is today kind of thing. And, um 
yeah, kind of go from there, kind of go from there. But yeah, people can they can understand timelines. They can understand. Uh, mm-hmm. We you can tell people, but if you can show them, they really, really get it. So I think that would be a great thing for you to do. Um, definitely a great tool for all of us, really. And and mm-hmm. you know, I like to say this, and I hate that I have to keep re saying this, but we're only talking about from a professional level. You can do whatever you want either personally with social media, but if you're trying to build a brand, if you're wanting to attract national attention, if you're wanting to attract big companies and you want to become a big company, then these are things you should take to heart. Now, if you're just playing around and you want to have a good time, then by all means, (laughs) tweet every five seconds if you want to. (laughs) That's fine. But for um, Ianod and me, Loretta McNary, we're growing brands. We want to have um, legacies to leave for our families, and, and we want mm-hmm. our businesses to grow and become better and continue to give back to this community and this world long after we're gone. So we have to be strategic and very, very um, professional and excellent in everything we do. So for everybody else, do what you want, of course. We want to tell you that. And this show is for you, too, because it educates you, it informs you, it enlightens you, it inspires you. So keep mm-hmm. tuning in, and let's agree to disagree on, you know, how much we tweet and, and what we put on Facebook. But you, you never know. You may change your mind and decide, but guess what? You left a footprint on social media of how you used to be, and so you'll have to overcome that. And she's talked about that right. with clients, how you have to manage fires and, you know, do the things that they do on Scandal so well that Kerry Washington well, and that's another show, but I know you have to go because you 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 got so much going on, and we've already yeah. exceeded the time that you allotted. But I I so enjoyed this conversation. I know our listeners have too because they keep tuning in and keep um, Facebooking and tweeting about it. So we're on to something here, kid. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for this opportunity. I am bummed. I have to I did have to shorten our hour to to thirty minutes, and uh, part of that is a testament of something some some new business that's that's cropping up and you want to give attention to the potential new clients and make sure you can mm-hmm. meet their needs and be timely. But we will be back on for our hour next month, and yes. I will have some, some new information. We'll have some more fun. All right. Sounds like a plan to me. Thanks so much, Ianod, and thank you all so much for listening to Loretta McNary Live presents Wednesdays with Ianod Burrell, our fashion and PR guru. We will see you um, on the third Wednesday of April. This year is going so fast. Everybody, enjoy your day. Be your best in all that you do. Give your best in all that you give, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.